afternoon, everybody. It is Thursday afternoon, and it is now time for Inside the Eye Live Prime Time. Hey, Fetch. Hey, Fetch. Quiet, quiet. Go ahead. She's she's asking a question. Don't be rude. Don't be rude. Hey, Fetch, did that woman really say you have garnets of steel and a mind like a freaking laser? Mary, you can't be asking questions like that. This is Inside the Guy Live Primetime. Why not? Aren't we broadcasting from the Middle East? Well, yeah, but we might be seen as being politically incorrect. You know, the problem is everybody dumps people when there's a, like a sign of a political incorrectness. Echan, you're always politically correct. Heck, thanks. Does, does that mean we can talk about dumping the Israelis tomorrow? Oh, I'm sure you will probably say quite a bit more than that. And now coming to you live from somewhere in the Middle East, this is Inside the Eye Live Primetime with your host, The Fetch. All right. Thank you very much for that, Mary. From Riyadh, the capital of Saudi Arabia, this is indeed The Fetch. And you are indeed listening to Inside the Eye Live Primetime. Today's date is Thursday, July the 15th, 2021, and a good uh, Thursday afternoon to early evening to all of you listening in the United States and Canada. And, of course, it would be a good early Friday morning for the rest of us in Europe and Asian time zones. So wherever you're listening out there on the World Wide Web or our FM and micro-FM broadcasting outlets, may all be well with you and yours. It's been a really hot, hot, hot day here in Riyadh with the daytime highs hitting 116 degrees under sunny skies and very light winds. It is still, as you can imagine, still quite hot or warm, whatever you might want to call it. It's sitting at 93 degrees at just after uh, 1 o'clock in the morning here. And we're going to be going down to a low of 85 degrees. However, we do have a storm apparently coming in. So today's high meaning Friday for us, <laughs> not, you, you know, your Thursday, okay, guys? But our Friday, our today here, uh, tomorrow for everybody, however you want to look at it, I don't care. Uh, anyways, it's going to hit only 110 degrees, while Saturday is actually expected to be down in the middle 90s with a slight chance of rain. So we're going to see a little bit of cooling off for one or two days, really one day, and then it's going to go popping right back up. And so... We'll be back into the 110, 12s, 13s by, I guess, I don't know, Tuesday, Wednesday, and next week. But we're going to see a nice weekend, I guess. Speaking of this Saturday, I have a guest flying in, and uh, that plane is actually due to land during the middle of Saturday's show. So that means I'm not going to be able to make the Saturday show, everybody. Blackbird 9, a.k.a. Frederick Blackburn, actually Frederick Blackburn, a.k.a. Fred Blackbird 9, I guess, would be the proper legal way to say that. He's going to come in and host the show for you. And so you can tune in again from 10 o'clock a.m. to 1 o'clock p.m. Eastern for Blackbird 9's rendition of Inside the Eye Live. So that'll be kind of cool. Thank you. Blackbird's like a, he's a champ on that. He fills in all over the place. You know, we got to give him like uh, in the baseball world. He's like one of these utilities. Don't get mad at me, Blackbird. Please, please, please. You're certainly a starter in your own right. But he's like one of these really great utility guys that can just go around and fill in all these positions, you know. So um, really quite a, a talent to have around, and we're grateful to have him. So, Frederick, if you're listening, uh, good luck on Saturday. See, I gave you a, I gave you a big plug today, dude. So uh, make sure to tune in or log in, whatever you do, for, again, uh, Blackbird 9's rendition of Inside the Eye Live this 
Saturday. So there you have it. Um, anyways, it's been really hot today. I mean, I've had the air conditioning running, as you can imagine, but the walls here are like an oven. So three minutes before the show, actually one minute before the show, I was almost late for the show today, I turned everything off, and my goodness, I am steaming up a sweat already. It is just really hot. So what can I say? It's a Riyadh. It's summertime, and you just got to put up with it because, as they say, neither hail nor rain nor sleet nor snow shall stop the mailman from his appointed duties. And, well, guess what? That's kind of like... We are with Inside the Eye Live. You know, we're, we're, we're doing it sick. We're doing it whenever we can. We don't like to take a lot of time off. All right. First up today, we want to go back to, I, let's just call the war on mankind. Let's just start off with a little esoteric. Esoterica. Why not? I've had a little bit of an esoteric week. I received some phone calls. Actually, I received a phone call. Thank you. You know who you called? Out of the UK, I believe, and others actually this week. Uh, thanking me, <laughs> my goodness, you know, thanking me for all my efforts over the years. It's really, really appreciated. It's been a tough time as you get isolated here in Riyadh and you can't go visit family, friends, etc. And you can't even go home, really, and, and still preserve your economic ability to move, you know. So things are improving a little bit. But, you know, someone said something this week, and it's really so correct, and it remains true, and something that we have been teaching for really quite a long time. And sometimes we forget about our own lessons. And that is this idea that right now the world is at war. And it is a war that is beyond national elements. In other words, we are not in a war that is pitting one country against another country. Although that may indeed not. And we really don't have that. There is no real country versus country war. There is one threatening right now in uh, Asia where China is saying they will actually nuke Japan, believe it or not. They're saying they're gonna, they would nuke Japan if Japan were to defend Taiwan. And you know what? I'm not all for all-out war, but you know what? If we got a lot of space assets and China actually did that, uh, I think that is just uncalled for, quite frankly. Uh, it is already bad enough that we have a biological weapon that the Chinese government, white hats if there were any, could have stopped. You know what I mean? They could have stopped it. They could have put an end to this whole thing. Uh, this thing came perhaps out of China, but it's not just China. See, that's just it. This world war is pitting really a globalist mindset, and I, we call it Jewish, and you can you can call it what you want, but it's basically this global Jewish power base, this thousands and thousands-year-old criminal syndicate that has literally gained control of so many countries around the world, you know. They have their people and their agents everywhere, literally everywhere, affecting decisions, affecting policy, uh, affecting uh, geopolitics, banking, etc. This is a monolithic conspiracy. Now, one of the ways in which this conspiracy is able to have such an effective hold over people and to keep people's minds at bay is through the invocation of nothing else, I guess, than what we could call spells, spelling, ritual, how words are spun, really how words are twisted and faded and, and uh, I guess, morphed to mean one thing to another. 
And you know when you hear the word morph, and it gives this gives you a little hint about Kabbalistic mindset. If you take the word morph and you spin it around, see the two-headed eagle, if you look at all of these various occult symbols and you look at that two-headed eagle with the 32, and the two-headed eagle is, for instance, in this, the uh, state seal of Russia, in fact. I think it's Russia. In fact, I know it's Russia. So you have the two-headed eagle. Now, the two-headed eagle, that's so annoying when Microsoft just decides to chime in. Uh, the two-headed eagle has many, many meanings, but one of those meanings comes out of Kabbalah. And Kabbalah, it talks about how the letters are on as a sphere going forwards and backwards and forwards and backwards. And if I took a letter and I put it on a sphere and the sphere is clear and I spun it 180 degrees, the B is going to be looking the other way. And also the letters can then be seen to be going from right to left, left to right. And that's how most of our systems work. China, I believe, or at least Japan goes uh, left to right, no, left no, right to down and then to the left. It doesn't go right to left it directly uh, in the traditional way. I believe it starts on the right and it goes down and then it goes down and it goes over in rows rather than col- – it goes in columns rather than rows. Now, the point being is that our languages can be spun and that's what we call spinning. And the one language that is absolutely instrumental in an ability to spin is, guess what? English. Why do you think anybody play, anybody play billiards? You go out and play billiards? What do you do when you put spin on the ball? What's it called? Ah, that's right. They call it putting a little English on the ball. So anytime you're talking about spinning things, we're often talking about how English can be spun this way and that way. Well, if I take the word morph, and I spin it backwards, it says from. And guess what? Doesn't morphing something come from one thing to another thing to another thing? The point here is that there's a philosophical and structural type of magic set in our language. And once we understand how these principles work and how the system is worked and how these symbols and these sounds and these numbers start to bind mankind, to bind the human spirit we begin to then find a way to rise up above this sea of delusion. And that's what we're living in today. I had a very nice dinner tonight, very nice conversation with somebody, uh, a, a nurse here, a gal that works in one of the hospitals. And we were talking about English and uh, Kabbalah and things of this nature. Yeah, actually, what a, what a boring, what a boring dinner. But no, you have the fetch. If you have the fetch, it's not too boring. So we were talking about this and the, the, one point everybody should understand, and you should be able to observe this today in your very own life, especially if you are a part of the long time listening to this show. And this, the, the idea is simply this. In our Western systems, we have this idea called the flood. Noah and the flood. This is called a deluge. What deluge turns into is delusion. And the the archetype or the allegory that is being cast here is that mankind is cast down into the deluge. They are drowned. They are literally living in delusion. And the whole aspect of the mystical arts 
at least in a traditional intellectual Western sense, was to rise up above the waves so that we are above this delusion. We can then look, peer down into the water and remember, what's it called? If you go out into the water and you have that place where you go fishing, that's called a pier. You know, you're peering down into the water, but you're above the water. This whole concept is purely a, a philosophic that has been built into our language. And our goal here, and one of the primary goals without saying it all the time, but still what drives our message is this idea that we should be rising up above the waves to provide people with a means and a mechanism to understand language so that you can physically and intellectually and emotionally rise up above the waves of delusion. Now, how does that translate into the current conditions that we see ourselves today? One of the simplest things to observe is people's mindset about the quote-unquote vaccines or these kill shots. How many of you have seen friends, relatives, family, close family, and you've gotten into this discussion about the mRNA kill shots and you just cannot reach them? They are just so deluded or filled with delusion that we cannot reach them. How did they get here? They got to this condition purely through the use of words fused nowadays to imagery. It is a type of binding mindset that is fused into our language that is a very potent tool that, let's just say, very smart people or entities know how to manipulate within our English language. The whole point to what we are trying to do here is to raise mankind up to a point where the delusion no longer works. Once you are above the waves, unless you are somehow going to slip down into it, and it does happen, you will generally remain above the waves. And the problem we have today is far too many of our people are filled with this delusion. And it is so hard to create this mass consensus that will be able to rise up against the very small codger of evil that is now dominating this planet today. And that's how I see us today from an esoteric sense. There is a core of people that understand the whole system, or at least a part of the system, or at least a majority, or at least enough to have risen above the waves and peer a little bit down. But we have this massive sea of delusion. How many people are just still, still, in some areas, just lining up for the jab. Let's line up for the jab. And then how many people are out there volunteering to be the jabsters? They're literally the death merchants. They're paid good money, but what are they doing? They're corrupting their souls, and they're literally going to go out and kill people. And imagine, it's all being done how? With words. 
pep talks. Oh boy, the vaccine, it's safe, it's safe, it's safe. And everybody, oh, and get it. And oh, if you don't get it, you know, you could get COVID-19. You could get, oh my goodness. And oh my, again, it's all being based on words and the words are being designed and cast in such a way so as to present to the people a menu of pure fear. The point to all this, folks, is that we must come to a higher grasp, a higher level understanding of the occult nature, the esoteric nature of our language. Those who are using our language to imprison, to bind, to delude, they do have a higher grasp of the esoteric or mystical system within the English language. They are masters at English, which means they are masters at spin. Now, as I stand here today, the world is far more aware than we were at in 2005. In 2006, in 2007, a lot of you may not even have been in this journey in 2005, 2006, and 2007. But for those of you who were, I think we have, I don't think we have, I know that we have a much better analysis of what is happening in the world today with a much higher level of people who grasp and understand precisely what is happening within the way in which media is used to bind and spell and cast on people. Let's go out to the 614 area. Good. Hi. Ray, I believe. Hi. Welcome to Inside the Alive Primetime. Hey, Dennis, what's happening, Captain? I'm doing, actually, I'm doing well. You know, I, I can't complain. Um, health is back. Are strength you, are, is back. Uh, everything is great. Are you, are you eating, are you eating your salads? My what? Or your fresh, your fresh veggies? <laughs> no, no. Uh, yeah, actually, today I did add a very nice salad. That was my dinner. A big, uh, I guess you could call it chef salad. Well, if you go out and eat McDonald's hamburgers every day, you're going to be... Have you ever seen that video where the guy, he, he spent like a month eating McDonald's every day? Yes, I did, and like he a, died. A video. Yeah, he died. Oh, God. He actually died of yes. liver. His yes. liver failed him. <laughs> one month. I'm just going to see one month, and his liver failed in one month. No, so, I don't think he died. I don't think he died. No, I, no he did die. Know. No, there was a guy who did it in one month, and he died of liver poisoning within within a month. Oh, this is a different, this is a different one. Yeah, now, so the it, other guy that I saw didn't die, but he got sick. Well, whatever. <laughs> it's neither here nor there, but no, I mean, yeah, we went to Taco Bell last night just because we had to, but. Hey, I like I'm a, Okay, I'm an advertiser. Listen, I like Taco guy. Bell guys. I'm a Taco. When I was in LA, I, heck, the bean burritos, there's not a whole lot to a bean burrito, okay? It's just beans unless they put a lot of chemicals in it. But uh, I love their bean burritos. I love their macho. Actually, I don't think they had a macho combo. I think that was Noggles back in the day. <clears throat> if anybody remembers the the chain, it was a Jewish guy. He had a 
chain called Noggles, but his macho combo burrito was just amazing. If you are a young guy and hungry, that was the that was the burrito to buy. Anyways, Ray, let's get off yeah, the food. I mean, let's let's get the politics. What you got for us today? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, look, I got to put some lower English on the cue ball so I could drop that ball back to set myself up for my other sideball bank shot back. Yes, something like that. Yeah, right. you know. Yeah, I think uh, we yeah, should. No, you gotta set, yeah, you got to put that lower English on the cue ball to set yourself up to to strike in the other ball. Well, sometimes. Right? No, you know what? I actually hung out with a guy that used to be like number three in the world. That was he got to his highest ranking with number three, but he was like a drunk. He was a drunk. He never really focused. He was really good though. And uh, I remember him, uh, he, he had so many English ways, man. He was amazing to watch, actually, the way he would just spin it and the ball would go over there, it would go over there. Not just one way, man. He had the back spin, top spin, forward, upper, right spin, forward, upper, left spin, lower spin. Uh, this guy was amazing with his English. So, yeah, but I, I think um, guys, including yourself, you know, we have to understand that English is spin and consciously we should be focused on equally how we spin our message such that it can reach a higher level audience, a better audience, a more, let's say, targeted or mass audience, uh, whatever the uh, reason at hand, you know, whatever that shot takes that day and make sure that you keep spin in mind, keep English in mind. Yeah, I, I just real quick. Yeah, I used to play this Filipino dude at a uh, AA club, and his name is Ding from the Philippines. He's married to some uh, uh, orange orangutan girl. No, I'm joking. <laughs> I'm just playing. But no, she, he, he, he was short, dude, and so, so am I a little bit. But yeah, I mean, yeah, me and him would like battle on the on the pool table. I mean, <laughs> we do bank shots. I mean, it would, it would be hardcore, man. And uh, yeah. His name is Dane from the Philippines. I'll never forget him. This is like 1990, 1991, 1992. But anyway, here's what I'm going to call you. Here's what I'm going to tell you, talk to you about. Okay. Last night I met a very good person, a very good uh, friend. I, I'm, let's put it this way. I met a friend at a park. And guess what? Mm. We spoke, we spoke for maybe an hour or so. And, um, when we came back, Okay, he left right away, and then me and my girlfriend waited at the park just for a little bit, and yeah, I had a beer, okay? And guess what? The police came over. They came over. He said, what are you doing here? You doing drugs? Huh? They put. They, they shine the light. Oh, your eyes are dilated. Huh? I hate when these punks do what that stuff. What are you doing, buddy? Hey, buddy, what are you doing? I said, no, I'm drinking a flipping beer. I even told him to straight up out of the cut. And, you know, he, and that, guess what? Two other cars came. And they put the spotlight on us, Dennis, the spotlight. I said, look, we ain't doing nothing. Look, I was a cab driver for flipping 10 years. Okay, she's ex whatever she is. And, you know, leave us alone. And they, they said, well, fine. Yeah, I, well, I spoke up to them. They, they said, fine. I said, good, get out. Walk. I say, fine, I will walk. You know what we did? We took a walk. We came back. I got in the flipping back in the car and left and went home. So, I mean, they, 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 here's the point. We have a uh, Detroit 
woman, black woman police chief here in Columbus, Ohio, that is now uh, aggressively policing uh, the people. Okay? And there's no reason for it. There's no reason for it. Mm. Oh, because the park is closed after dark. Oh, okay. Oh, how wonderful. Oh, no, the park was always open beforehand. Now you better watch your P's and Q's people. They're coming after you. The, the money has been put to these evil police agencies to control and patrol you. They're going to patrol and control you if you don't watch it. You better watch out and speak up to them. Don't be a victim. I was not a victim. We, I went home. I'm, I'm, I'm talking to you right now. I'm not in a jail cell. Mm. I told him I was drinking good. Was he going to give me a breathalyzer? Yeah. Yeah, the car was running, by the way. And we were getting ready to leave. Uh, if I would have just left two minutes beforehand, they never would have showed up. Mm. But no. Maybe I need to go through that, to, to come through this, to, to talk to you about it. Because it's ridiculous. Thing. <laughs> All right, Ray. Thanks so much for sharing the story. We're going into a break, everybody. Inside the Alive Prime Time, back right after this. Uh, okay. All right, everybody. Uh, good welcome, welcome back. Good afternoon. Good evening. Good good morning, wherever you are out there. I know here it's a good good evening, late good evening, good morning. Really, we we wouldn't say good morning at one thirty in the morning. It's late good night. Uh, but nonetheless, it's late, guys. It's really late here, one uh, thirty three in the morning here in Riyadh. And it's really, really, really hot. Current temperature is still sitting above ninety degrees. Uh, maybe we'll get down to 90 by the 2 o'clock hour. We'll just have to kind of watch the, watch everything and see. Anyway, starting off the show, you know, we're talking about how we got this great war going on, and that's really what's happening here. We have this war going. It, it's a world war. I, I don't know any other way to call it other than uh, it's a world war. And that war is pitting really globalist forces, which have no power. Not I wouldn't say they don't have any power. Of course, they have a lot of power. But they are pitting our, you know, our nations against a globalist infrastructure that has absolutely no interest in borders, yet still must utilize the nation state in order to make their goals effective. And the primary means through which they initiate their battle is through words, through the media. Consequently, the media really remains one of the key issues that we have to focus on and destroy if we are going to win this battle, which is a massive battle. But understand very clearly here what is happening. Once again, we will talk. Mankind is living under a sea of delusion. And how how does the power structure work? And Because it's all done through words, a little bit of coercion here and there, of course, but a lot of it's done through words. So what happens? We have people at the very top of the chain, so to speak. They understand. As Henry Kissinger said in 2009, that once people accept mandatory vaccinations, it is game over. We will be able to cull the herd and we will make billions of dollars doing it. Now let's eat. Actually, then he went on to say that a lot of you are investors in this. He was talking to pharmaceutical companies and he said, and a lot of us, a lot of you stand to make billions on your investment. That is Henry Kissinger, folks, in 2009. And I'm almost saying it verbatim. I know I paraphrased a little, but that's basically what he said. That, Look, you guys in the pharmaceutical industry, you are going to get to cull the herd. You're going to make billions do it. We're basically going to get paid, literally, to be a genocidal service to mankind. That is exactly what is happening today. There is no way 
any government official could walk up to me and say, these are safe, and I'm staring at 20,000 dead so far. I am looking at video after video after video after video of people crying because of the damage they've had from these vaccines. We have so many now GoFundMe accounts from people looking to please get help because of the damage that has happened to them as a process of taking these mRNA kill shots. The damage is out. It's, it's, it's on. It's, it's amazing. I don't know. I can't, I don't even, I'm missing my word. The fact of the matter is this. There are people at the very top that know what's happening. This is a genocidal eugenics movement. Bill Gates is behind it. Bill Gates is what? A trans, he's, he's a transgender loving, basically a faggot. Okay, guys? Uh, his wife, if you want to call that a wife, a male, a female, good luck with that, all right? Good luck with that. Then you've got the World Health Organization, Tadoros. He's basically a terrorist from Ethiopia. These are our top two people guiding the world on health issues. And you've got health industry people, health officials, health ministries all over the world following them, the CDC, uh, and somehow they think they're being so smart and brilliant. You're following a terrorist from Ethiopia, okay? And he's a faggot, all right? He's gay. We've got plenty of pictures of him running around. you got Klaus Schwab who's behind this, and guess what? He's running around. He's gay. He's got himself dressed up in oh, a nice little uh, a wedding gown while he's out on the beach. You've got Bill Gates, who clearly that was a man, okay? His wife was a man. All right. It was very clear to that. In other words, you have not just not just this internationalist thing going here, but you have a cast of people who are not really people, meaning that they're not men and women who are working together to create a better world for themselves and their children. You're looking at a bunch of literally unisexual psychopaths that hate pretty much everything about the feminine. Literally, if you notice, it's basically they hate the feminine and they are going after all of mankind. Very simply put, they're going after all of mankind. And then what they do is they are able, at the very senior levels, again, using words, they're actually able to convince people to become cheerleaders and truly believe in this idea that vaccines are safe and oh we should all take them. Oh boy. And and it's like they'll be out there cheerleading. And you see it everywhere. From the media to people that you may know in your inner circle. We're being inundated with total delusional ignorance. First of all, you have a vaccine inside of you. It's called your immune system. Does anybody really think that a bunch of frickin' morons and Pfizer and AstraZeneca are actually smarter than the creator of this universe? They're that they're bigger than God and oh, my scientism is better than Allah if you want to follow the teachings there or better than if you want to be of that frickin' you know what race. Guys, science is not smarter than nature. And to believe that science somehow trumps nature, you would have to be a complete delusional fool to the point of being dangerous to everybody 
that you are affecting or infecting with your idea. You're not. What we have here is a war, not just on the feminine, not just on the family, not just on the nation, but a war against nature herself. Now, my idea of this is you have to be an absolute insane fool to be in a position of power, to be in a position of influence, and literally go along with this absolute insanity. It cannot work for you. We had this old phrase a long time ago, you can't fool with Mother Nature. And there was a reason for that, because Mother Nature will self-correct Every single time. That is the balance. We see Mother Nature correct all the time. And there's nothing that mankind mankind can do about it. They think they can. They think they're influenced. Hell, you got some stupid morons out there that want to eliminate all CO2 on the planet. Now, how stupid is that? We need carbon dioxide limits. Carbon dioxide is what the plants breathe, and the plants breathe the CO2, and they make oxygen. Do you really have to be that stupid to think that you're going to denude the planet of CO2, so then you lose all of your plant life? Again, what type of moron comes up with this stupidity? Because that's, again, what we are talking about. Let's go out to the 314 area code. Hi, Art. Welcome to Inside the Allied Primetime. Hey, Fetch, I had a quick question. Um... How do you think the, why do you think the Goyims follow the, you know, let the Jews lead them, you know, in, in Congress and so forth? You know, why do they let the Jews lead them? Is it, is it uh, what you were talking about earlier? Is it, is it spells and, and is it witchcraft or is it, or is it, uh, or is it the devil or, or is witchcraft and the devil the same thing or, or what do you think about You know, that? that's a great question. We actually were discussing this tonight and the other night. Uh, we've been, I've been having a few esoteric discussions and it's very refreshing for me to have that again. I haven't had that in years and years. Hard to find that in Saudi. And a lot, I think the conclusion we came to, so it's kind of like, I don't want to say it's consensus, but I kind of agree. And, and I, I, I think it's kind of evil. I think you're dealing with some type of spirit entity behind the scenes. That is waging war on everybody that what we call Jews, okay, what we call Jews is, once again, that's just our label for it. But these people serve this entity. And if you note, everywhere you find media, the use of words, you find a preponderance or overrepresentation of Jews. So it is having to do with these spells how they cast, how they impress on mind. I mean, how many people today, Pavlovian, you know, dog type of response about six million Jews, you know, or you're an anti-Semite. How many people do that still? I mean, we're what, 2021 and people still, oh, you're an anti-Semite. Guys, this is like a 50-year-old spell. Grow up already. So, yeah, I think there's an evil thing behind it, Art, something very, very sinister and that ultimately we are in a battle, and it is a spiritual battle for the planet right now. And you have one side wants to subjugate mankind, make them absolute slaves, uh, move them into an AI environment where everything is controlled, not through men, but through machines, computer programming, computer language, etc. 
and those of us who want to live and have the human spirit free and grow. And that's their rightful place in the universe. And, and so that's what this war is about. That money really motivates those people, doesn't it? It's just all money. They're, they're like, they're like, they think like white trash, but they're just white trash with money. You know, uh, it seems to me. But, uh, one other thing, uh, I happen to be listening to, uh, I was going, I went to Frank's speech today and they had Bannon on because they were filling time during the day. And guess what? Bannon stopped stuttering. Maybe you heard me that night when I was telling everybody how he was a stutterer and all that. <laughs> Maybe you heard me. He didn't stutter once. Mm, so interesting. That's cool. I mean, good for him. Good for him. Um, but what was I, what I was, uh, curious about he was talking about you know forensic audits and all this stuff i thought that uh, lindell had already done all that and he was talking about auditing arizona or something like didn't lindell already do all that and if so why is he talking about that that's all i got buddy okay thanks so much i i Arch, you needed to go like another right. 30 seconds man because i'm sitting here and for whatever oh, reason bye. i'm sneezing so <laughs> thanks art I see all right thanks yeah i'm actually art's talking away and i'm like sneezing my head off i can barely even control my control my nose here oh my god it's another COVID. you know what's interesting about the COVID thing just in passing everybody is that like there was a uh, injection site, they called it COVID injection site. And, uh, they ended up with 294 people in this or from this site ended up getting sick from COVID-19. We have numerous reports from all over the world, quite frankly, of people getting sick, uh, from this vaccine, just basically getting the disease. We, so we know that the disease, not the, not the disease, the injections, the technology. It's not effective. We have a super high risk and absolutely zero effectivity. More people, of course, coming out, dying. We had a story come out of Israel. <clears throat> uh, one of their injection sites, a teenage boy, was found basically dead, literally within uh, 15 minutes of taking the jab. Uh, so essentially what this is, is this is mass murder, everybody. And let's call it for what it is. It's a form of mass murder. Let's go out to the 313 area code. Hi, welcome to Inside the Allied Primetime. Hey, Finch, how you been? Hi, good afternoon. Hey, uh, long time I haven't talked to you in a while, but you're right about that stipulation of word that goes on the title uh, that I filed in the federal courthouse Detroit, Michigan. Title 15, subsection 77, Act 77, Act 8, which they use the following syntax of the foreign English language. Uh, these stipulations or translations are specified under, we have uh, David Wynn Miller, he won his case at the Supreme Court. Uh, they failed to vacate the uh, noun for the pronoun, adverb for the verb. And they're using, like, the, for instance, the word justice, J-U, the no, and then the, the T-I, the S, the S speak, T-I's title, T-E's contract. Con- Constitution is also a contract, C-O is a no, T-I-1 is a contract. So anyone who says constitutional, uh, it's a contract. So you didn't sign it, so you don't have no constitutional rights. But the, but the other 
But the other issue is that people understand that they're using the word spelling, S-P-E-L-L, double L, which I-N-G refers to the animal, which is a human being, where I retitled myself with the be human. So uh, that becomes a nationality, you know, and once you take the I-N-G out, you're no longer considered as an animal. And any words with the prefixes, suffixes, like, for instance, uh, presumption, pre, is a no. But presumption in law is dishonor. So once you understand how to use the, the wording to basically deceive, the de, device, or whatever you want to call it, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a concept of trick by, uh, under the, uh, what was that, the 1790 uh, uh, Criminal Act, First Act of Congress, which clearly specifies that they're, they're using fraudulent syntax under Article 6 without oath of, proper oath of offices, which they're using illegal fiction without a proper legal name. They have to have first, middle, last name on the oath of offices, or else it becomes counterfeiting. Uh, I, that's why when I entered the court, CO, I, I stipulized it as the foreign court on dry dock. That's federal. Okay, so once you understand that, then you understand David Wynn Miller won his case under the stipulation on the Admiralty Maritime Law flag, Golden Fringe flag, which is a wartime flag on the Title IV, uh, which stipulates the issue how they're waging war in the court war. It's a court war. It's a court contract. It's a contract. There's no rights. People understand that. People are arguing my constitutional rights. I went to a federal appeals court, the Sixth Appeals Court, and they told me it's a benefit privilege. All the words they're using is not the proper terminologies of translations of true meaning. True, I, re- I retitled the true. True is title. R is the right. R-I-H-T, because you take out the G because the G is silent because it goes under England, English, not E-N-G-L-I-S-H, English, 1750. Uh, once you understand David Windmiller's, I studied his stuff for six months and I, then I deciphered it and I put it on paper. These guys were like, oh, we can't do this. Oh, yeah, you can because I filed it with a proper colonized name. So once you colonize your name, you gain the title of the legal fiction. So once you have a proper be human title, not ING, you can't use your usage of stipulation of English language because it's fraudulent. It's based on fraud. And then they, they claim, oh, voter fraud, that's another thing I argue with these people, that uh, voter fraud, but the thing about it is, that's their name. You voted under fraud. You acted under fraud. So you can't claim voter fraud because you didn't claim the name in a proper court, which is the claim court in the District of Columbia. That's a claim court. Once you make the claim, then you can use that name whatever way you want. Hmm. <clears throat> Well done, man. You even went into the prefixes and the suffixes, which is something, yeah, that we would teach equally. You know, the pre this and the pre that and, you know, you have to understand to break the words apart so that you can get to the root word, root part of the word so then you can analyze the word. I always tell people, um, the word pregnant, you got pre and you have a and t, which is a suffix. So pre and anter, 
uh, prefix suffixes. So the the root of that word is G N. So what's it stand for? And then try to try to figure out the philosophics of that. So these are just, I guess, extensions of how it's being used in the courts equally by what you're saying. Yeah, but see, but you gotta understand, these are not judges. They're they're acting judges. A C T I N G. I N G is animal. So uh, the fact is, under the Title Twenty Eight of Judicial Procedure. Subsection 543 clearly says they're administrative. AD is a, is a no. So they're not discharging. They're charging. So the committee now of social and other racketeering on their continual colonizer part in 2017, I declared them all retired. Uh, you said that like a while back. Uh, they, they closed my case right away when I said that. Because okay. RE is a no. Yes. <clears throat> I mean, yeah, you're right. It's, it's, it's ignorance beyond the level. It's their, their way or the highway concept. You know, they, they don't have a license to practice law. Therefore, your LI, which is a lie, basically, sees a contract, so you don't have a license, so therefore you can't use their uh, patent law. You have to have authority. AU is a no. AU stipulates to no gold uh, yep. periodic charges. AU. Yeah, that's no true. Good. Yeah, so very they, good. So, very good. You're very good at this. Yeah, I mean, I'm, 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 I got a thousand pages on the record. It's not hearsay. Yeah, I'm impressed. You're you're breaking things down exactly how we would teach it equally. So you're well advanced, even probably better than I am. You know, in some of these aspects, because a thousand pages is no joke. That's a lot of work. Yeah, yeah, because I had to come in every way possible just to get a discharge, and they finally wouldn't do the discharge. They did it on my car. Uh, I own the car, but then the, the state resent me a voter registration card which I didn't authorize, and I sent them the notice, N-O, is no, T-I, title, C-E, contract. I already have it on the record. So they reinstated my uh, car. That's my, it's a wagon. I, I tried it was a wagon, a motor wagon, you know what I'm saying? Part of the title. It's not a commercial registered vehicle. Vehicle is registered commercial. That's just like the concept of resident. Resident is a registered uh, commercial property. If you don't own it. That's the reality. People don't own R-E is a no. Republic, RE, no public, so you got a corporation. Why are you arguing it? Yeah, okay, you're, you're, I, I, my, I just, wow, good job, man. You're, you're using a lot of techniques, um, and, uh, well done. What could I say, man? Good job. Yeah, the other issue I wanted to bring up, cause you know, the, the, uh, being a Palestinian immigrant, I am as an old, but the point is, I already argued that, the, the land, because they're on the high seas, uh, the issue of Palestine and Lebanon and all that stuff, that's going to come out to be big very soon. Because uh, if you understand the Hezbollah's status, uh, which they claim it, and they even have a proper claim, uh, Israelis you know, don't like Hezbollah, you know that. Mm-hmm. Because Hassan Nasrallah, if you understand his status, he's threatened them, I have 100,000 missiles. He don't lie. He goes, and I haven't aimed at you. Mm. And, you know, you've seen the financial, uh, economic wars that they've been dealing there. People are freaking, I mean, come on, below the bloodline? It's that bad? Electricity, water, and they're, they're, they're suffocating those people. Yeah, especially the Hamas in the South, yes. Yeah, it's terrible what the Jews are doing. The Jews are showing themselves to be every bit as evil as anybody on this planet right now. They're probably one of the most evil people yeah, out I there. Just, I just want to clarify one thing. We, we, we're talking about the Zionist Jews now. We're not talking about the good Jews mm-hmm. that who even acknowledge that Hezbollah is a legitimate standing free fighter. 
Yeah, again, we don't want, you know, we use the words in the way we mean them. And if you don't understand our way, well, that's not our fault. It's time for you to get educated because once you are understanding how we do things, you will learn that we are correct. We are not incorrect. We're very clear how we use our words. And you don't define the words yes, for and us. The fact is, <clears throat> I'm sorry for interrupting. And the fact is that the Quran says, the Holy Quran has a verse that I, I, I basically mastered it because I've said it reverberly thousands of times. Meaning, the majority of the people are dumb, deaf, and blind. That's the reality. 100%. That's that sea of delusion we started the show in, and I'm sure you picked up on that easily enough. Real quick, your name and where are you from? I'm Jay from Detroit. I'm all on the federal records, and they don't want nothing to do with me because they, they won't even let me in the court. They keep kicking me out every time I try to file them. They just they, uh, go back to the public streets. <laughs> all right, great, man. Keep teaching. Keep educating, man. People need your knowledge as well. Thanks. Uh, I'm not yeah, almost ready to kill the show. We are out of the hour. We're going into a break, so thanks so much for the call, man, and sharing that. We're going to be back right after this, everybody. All right, everybody, welcome back. It's the Fetch Inside the Eye Live primetime at today's date again, Thursday, July the 15th, 2021. Just want to remind everybody that this Saturday uh, I will not be available. I have to do some private business picking people up at the airport. So uh, good to have people actually being able to come in finally after about a year and a half. So I'm going to be at the airport picking up, and they just I forgot to tell them not to come on Saturday. So it's going to be a Saturday during the show, so I'm not going to be able to make that, of course. So I've got Blackbird 9. Uh, you can find him in the chat room right now inside the aisle. Excuse me. Uh, inside the iLive.com, uh, click on the live chat button. That'll get you in the door there. And actually a good crowd for a Thursday. All right, guys, uh, we're starting to get to where we're humming on a Thursday too. I know we're not a big, big, big operation with all the chat rooms and all, but nonetheless, it's still honorable. It's, it's, it's good to see. So guys, thank you very much for that. For showing up again inside the iLive.com. That's inside the iLive.com and then you click on the live chat button. Telephone lines, if you would like to participate in the show, is 323-275-1314. That's 323-275-1314. You can find me on social media at gab at radio itel. That is gab at radio itel. And also you can find me on minds at Radio ITEL. That's Minds at Radio ITEL. So those are pretty much where my social media sites are. I have just joined Telegram, but I need to make like a corporate radio account. Uh, I just see that I'm on Telegram, but it's like, it's not how I want to see it. So I'll be trying to figure out a Telegram account soon. Uh, people are asking me to come on. So I said, okay, I've been thinking about it. I'll look into it. So let me see what I can do to promote there. But I want to put it not under my private name. I want to put it under the radio I tell or inside the I Life franchise, not as me personally. Uh, so we'll see what we can do to get that set up maybe within a week or so. Let's go back out to the phones, 210-210 area code. Uh, I believe that's Bruce in Texas. Hi, Bruce. Welcome to Inside the I Life. Yeah, hi. Coming through okay today? You were coming fine. I actually potted you per- correctly that time, got you up and running before you said about three sentences. <laughs> Anyways, good, good afternoon. Okay, good. All right. 
Man, uh, before I tuned in, so I, I missed the first half hour. You have to forgive me. But uh, the ABC Nightly News with David Muir, man, it was like reporting on uh, war zone activity or 9-11 or something, the hysteria. The uh, Delta variant of COVID cases are up and uh, lockdown imminent. Mm-hmm. And uh, the Surgeon General has has uh, gave a statement that the uh, misinformation on the Internet is to blame for all the, uh, mm-hmm. the increased cases. Of course, they don't have death counts. They just have, quote, unquote, cases. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think we could look at an internet lockdown here soon. I don't know if, if this Arizona, if all these recounts keep going the way they're going, they're going to have to do something. I see something on the horizon. What do you think? Well, I, <clears throat> first of all, the first half hour is precisely kind of what you're talking about. Not any specific case in point, but the way in which really they're just going after everybody through the use of language. You know, they're using their media, oh, the COVID, the Delta variant is, oh my God, it's everywhere and we're going to have to shut everything back down and this, this is absolutely insane and it's all due to because nobody wants to get vaccinated and da 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 da, da. And they're just basically using words to scare everybody and, and manipulate the whole thing. And, you know, if we just understand how words work and we're able to function, uh, with some literacy here and less delusion, it, nothing they say can work. And, and we're getting that to some degree, to a very high degree, in fact, which is why they're panicking about the Internet, Bruce. Uh, they don't like the fact that we're far more effective than they are. They're, they're just a bunch of liars at the end of the day. They are trying to control the mm-hmm. world through lies and fear. And we don't want this type of world. We see what it brings us. You can't travel. You can't work. You fear. can't. It, it's not. It's not a way to live. You know, you see people walking around with their masks all the time. This isn't the way to live, guys. You know, they're now almost permanently conditioned, some people, I'm sure. It's like, but that's, you're, you're so afraid of dying, you're not living. It's the dumbest thing I've ever seen. Exactly. Exactly. Good way to put it. Yeah. Yeah, it's fear-based mind control. It is. You know? You know? And just remember, I like that phrase by, they are so afraid of dying, they're, they, they're afraid, they, they're not even living. I like that phrase, by the way. I don't know yeah, where I saw can, that, but it rolled off pretty good. You can watch good. the local news. Here in Houston, is getting more and more violent. Uh, you got mostly blacks. Almost, I'd say about 90% of the murders here are blacks. Um, you know, murdering other blacks, murdering people, shooting on the freeways, you know, and uh, they blame guns. And they try not to really accentuate who's doing all the shooting. But people aren't afraid of that. They're, you know, <laughs> the, the morons, they're, they're afraid of... Uh, of, of of the Delta variant, you know, mm-hmm. but to be honest, there's not many people wearing masks over here anymore. Well, that's uh, good. Very I, rarely I've I said now. mostly older people. I have said, Bruce, and I maintain that if we're going to defeat this globalist enemy, we first must win back America, and that includes our government entirely. You know, what we see going on, let's say in Arizona, for instance, with these audit stuff coming out, 74,000 ballots, I guess, was learned to, today in the big hearing down in Maricopa County. And that's just one county, guys and gals. Just one county, 74,000 ballots county. came back uh, after the audit was done, and there's no evidence that they were ever mailed out. Uh, this is treason. You know, they're talking in these some of these cases or some of these uh, hearings about how... Uh, you know, if this gets to court, it should not get to court. It should get, well, if it does, it should be a military court. And if they are found guilty, they should be shot. 
by firing squad or hung or some other form of execution. This was the theft of our country. Okay, it was it's our country. At least the top ringleaders, yeah. I don't care. I know yeah, the top ringleaders, exactly. even in a county, are the top ringleaders of that county. And they also should be executed. I'm to, literally the top ringleaders of every organization should be executed. And that includes a county. Why should they be spared? They're just part of the operational infrastructure that made this theft possible. It's treason. I'm it sorry. Is it is treason. It's treason. They tried, they tried to steal Texas. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm just saying it's treason. Why well, should treason say, not be not be dealt with? Because real crimes aren't crimes, but mind crimes or hate crimes or crimes. No, again, and people <laughs> need to be aware that that is now. Jewish metaphysics, and so therefore the people behind it are Jews, and they are enemies of mankind. Because that's such an absurdity. Wake the hell up. You're right. That's what's going well, on. Jewish but wake the hell on up. Four chan are out of control, man. Today, I've never seen so many, so many shields on on four chan as I've had today after this this hearing. Like like they're in a panic and they're professionals and they're very quick and and they have their script and they have their talking points. And uh, the Zion Don, the Zion Don, and and oh, but what about this? What about that? Uh, Ghislaine Maxwell, but they won't they won't touch the, the election. Oh, oh, they'll resort to well, it's over, it's over with. Uh, to deal with it, uh, racist. No, it's you know. not. Yeah, uh, and it's I, not. It's not over with. That's the whole point. It'll be over after 22 months when we no longer have any rights to to revisit this issue. It, we are in our rights for 22 months to do whatever the hell we want, and if that means we want every freaking ballot counted, we have that right. 22 months is the time. The statute of limitations here. They, they, 22 months, okay. They tried to steal Texas, but they they didn't succeed, but they, they got close. Remember all that talk about turning Texas blue mm-hmm. uh, before the November election? Yeah. Uh, and, and it was being put out that they were finding fake ballots here. And so uh, th- this thing with all these lawmakers fleeing Texas and going up there with Chucky Schumer and Nancy Pelosi and, and, and they're making the rounds on the news and it's voter suppression. You know what? I, I drive through a heavily black neighborhood and uh i have i encounter a lot of black people in my daily life i haven't seen one biden bumper sticker on any of their cars any of their cars no yard signs or anything through the election you know where i saw them i saw them on urbanite white people's cars the the, the typical democrat you know hardcore democrats that in uh Driving their electric cars around and whatever. So, so it's, it's, it's not voter suppression. It's, it's voter theft and it's, it's actually racist to steal their votes. <laughs> it's just an inversion of reality that, that we're seeing. And it's, uh, it's really mind boggling. But you know what saddens me is you look at a lot of these people who left Texas who are state representatives or senators. Mm-hmm. They're middle aged women, you know, middle aged women, uh, they should be grandmothers. They should be having a happy life, holding their grandchildren and stuff. And instead, they're made to tools of of of, uh, of criminality. And it's it's pretty damn depressing to me. Mm. 
Interesting observation. <coughs> Excuse me. All right, Bruce, thanks so much. Okay. All right, good call. All righty, thank yeah. you. Yeah, Bruce brought up a couple areas, like he talked about how he was driving their electric cars. You know, it's so bad in California right now that they are asking people who drive electric vehicles to not charge their car in order to stay home. There, I believe, some very huge pressures right now going on in the United States on fuel deliveries that, uh, for whatever reason, the fuel deliveries are being knocked way down and we may run into some very heavy fuel shortages coming, let's say, early August and if not even before. So things are happening out there from a energy, I guess, uh, angle. Let's call it an energy angle. Some states are saying, please don't uh, charge your cars anymore because we can't handle it. Our, our power grid cannot handle it. And then you got other areas saying you should have an electric car handy because the fuel is going to become so scarce that we are going to have actual and very real shortages so it's kind of like, okay, what do you do? Maybe we need one of each, uh, just as a spare. When I, when I need my electric car, I got it. And when I need my fuel, uh, injection type of car, uh, I've got that also. So it's going to be very interesting what happens with that. Uh, Bruce brought up the Maricopa County again, what's going on down in Arizona and how we may need, they may need to have a information blackout. Uh, possibly. I haven't talked too much about it. Again, the reason why is because I think there's other people that do a much, much better job really covering that. And I'm, I'm assuming that most of you who listen to this show also go out and listen to other sources. So I didn't want to carry on too much about some of these audits because maybe you're smarter on it than I even, even I am. However, what we're learning coming out of Arizona is, is quite frankly astounding. Uh, Arizona does not even have control of their machines. I'm, I'm talking about Maricopa County. Uh, Dominion has control of those machines. We have, uh, what else here? Uh, what else? What's another good point I can bring up? Like here, Townsend, this guy by the name of Townsend is saying, well, I see indictments in their future if we are able to establish this if we go forward in court. I see perhaps the public coming forward and doing recalls, and at the very least, I don't see them ever winning another election again. It's very sad. We didn't have to go through it in this manner, even if none of us, even if none of that was true today. The way that they handled today was a Twitter feed, uh, and that's their response to the Arizona State Senate's replying to us on Twitter. But that's not my point. My point here is that this was a theft of the country. This is treason. How is it that four, five, ten, a codger of, let's say, five to ten, twenty people get together, motivate the resources of an entire county to essentially steal the country from the country or to steal the presidency from the country? Who is and who are these 10, 12, 15 people to decide for every other single state who was going to be president by simply stealing it in this manner? That's not just a crime. That should be treason and a capital offense. And it should be swift and it should be very plain and clear to all the public, especially to our political class, that treason of this nature has a very zero tolerance. 
How many times have we heard our governments say we have a zero tolerance towards drugs, we have a zero tolerance towards this, and going on and on like a bunch of psychopathic morons, yet they can steal an entire country? And they actually expect that they should not pay the ultimate price? And I'm talking about a zero tolerance policy towards these people? See, I, I don't believe now at this stage that we should tolerate five, ten, twelve little punks, all right, sitting in some county deciding for the entire world, because it's not just America, guys. It's the entire world. These five treasonous punks, or however many it is, decided for the world what would America would become. Who the hell are they? Seriously, who are they? Are they, are they some like omniscient sentient beings that we all must look up to with these wide eyes and say, oh, thank you for stealing the country for us, Maricopa County officials. No. Who are they to steal the entire country and cause the entire world the problems we have today? They should be executed. For treason. None of this going to court stuff. Are you kidding me? They decided on their own that they're going to steal this country. Really? This, this just galls me, guys. Because who are they? Really, who the hell are these people? They're just a bunch of garbage. They're just trash. They're not... Arizona officials, these are garbage human beings. They're barely even human. They're subhuman animals. Deal with it for what it is. They're garbage. They should be thrown out. Not just in the election booth. But they should be literally brought in and executed for their crimes against the people of the United States. Plain and simple. And that goes for every single county. And if necessary, it has to go down into every single precinct. And you want to think that, oh, Fetch, you're too hard. No, do you know what's happening right now? Tucker Carlson, who some of you like, some of you don't like, he just came on with another uh, great expose. And it's all about how the U.S. military, the U.S. military is being used to fly in illegals and push them into the heartland of America. And Tucker Carlson had a whole expose on this. So essentially, because five punk losers, treasonous evil SOBs in Arizona, in Georgia, and of course, it's not just the five or six or seven county board members. There's an entire infrastructure underneath it. Which means when I say every single leader, okay, the Maricopa County people, they're the leaders in this. But guess what? There were leaders inside the counting room. They're guilty of treason. If you want to go back and not hold just the counters who are doing the law, or not doing the law, but doing the counting, and keep them from being uh, executed and serve maybe a really long prison term, you don't have to hold them for life, those people, but maybe 25 years or something with a possibility of parole in 15 years, something like that. Okay, I'm with that. But the actual leaders, all the way down to the precinct level, 
if they're involved, this is treason execution. And you say, why, Dennis? Why? That's so harsh. Do you understand how communism works? How infiltration works? Do you really get what's going on here? Or are you clueless? Are you still in a delusion? What happens is very, very simple. You have people in these positions. And they did it everywhere communism works. They infiltrate the military. They infiltrate the police. They infiltrate the education system. You know, there's a story about communist China. And you had the nationalists fighting against the communists, okay? And what happened was that the communists infiltrated key positions within the nationalist military infrastructure. So when it came time for the nationalists to actually fight the communists, their leadership was actually communists, and then they would just surrender. Surrender their troops. The troops could have fought. The troops could have won. But their leaders surrendered them into the hands of the communists. And then after that came what? The purges, the, the mass executions. And what's going on in America now? Because five, seven, ten punks, infiltrators, decided to hand over the country to basically an international Jewish globalist crime syndicate. What do we have happening? We now have our own military. Literally, our own military is flying in illegal immigrants and pushing them into the heartland of America, which does what? It's going after the racial demographics, the integrity, the demographic, uh, what's the word, homogeneity of our country. And they're forcing it on you. Why? Because a bunch of loser punks in all of these counties decided for themselves that they're going to decide the direction of the country. They're going to just impose what they want. And now that they got what they wanted, they now control the military. And there's nothing to stop them. And you say that we should not hold these people accountable. They're lit. How many of these people, by the way, are maybe just maybe operatives, meaning cells, Military operatives, people that can come in and actually do combat against American citizens. If it's not direct combat, but to do, engage in, in criminal behavior that causes death and destruction. And it's being done by our own U.S. military. Alright? And how did it happen? Because five punks in places like Maricopa County decided for the American people and the world at large, that they were going to have control of the country. It's ours. It's ours. Okay, don't do anything. And then people are talking about, well, if we get to court. No, it's this, we're not talking about court here. The only court that is acceptable is a military tribunal with execution. Because this is dealing with a, a type of infiltration into the nation that is absolutely unconscionable. It cannot be allowed to stand. Because guess what? If it's allowed to stand, what's next? Vaccines. That's what's next. mRNA jabs. That's what's next. Forced inoculations. That's what's next. Policing that goes after basically people for flying a flag. That's what's next. In other words, absolute tyranny, the likes of which has not been seen on this planet since basically Jews do whatever they feel like doing in Israel every other day. In Palestine. But no, really, we're talking about a situation that goes all the way back to, let's say, the Bolshevik Revolution, or let's say, Pol Pot.
and and the Cambodia, the killing fields of Cambodia. And they are killing people, folks. You're at war, 20,000 dead. You're not at war? You serious? You don't think you're at war? 20,000 dead. Hundreds of thousands of people maimed. Many tens of thousands and tens and tens of thousands are seriously damaged. And you don't think you're at war? And what's the CDC do? It pretends as if, oh, this is just kind of normal. It's for the common good. Oh, you're going to kill me to help me, right? Who came up with this bat crap language? Oh, we're here to help you. I know medical professionals. You guys know. You got headaches. You're, you're in pain. And all of you are sitting there trying to, trying to convince yourself that everything is okay. Oh, this mRNA jab, it's the greatest thing since sliced cheese. You know what? In fact, I want to grill it. It's so good. I want to put it with some butter on and grill my sliced cheese and my cream cheese. Oh, it's got to be the greatest thing. Yeah, oh boy, I'm so happy I got my jab. But you're not happy. Some of you are. But some of you are delusional idiots too. It's the Fetch, everybody. Inside the Ally Primetime. Back after this. It's the Fetch inside the Ally Primetime. Again, it's Thursday, July 15, 2020. Uh, I don't know. That last uh, rant almost made me kind of go a little hoarse, man. I was kind of like, I don't know. It's late. Late. I need some water. Um, anyways, hope you're doing well. I hope your Thursday's going all right. <laughs> I know mine's going good. I- I'm okay. Little problems here and there, as always. We all have problems to deal with, of course. But uh, for me, uh, everything is Okay, you know, I, I can't complain, if you know what I mean. And as they say, nobody's going to care if I did. So uh, just suck it up type of thing. But anyways, I'm looking forward to a holiday here. We're going into a holiday now. This is the Eid holiday, the Hajj, as they call it to some of you, where people come and visit Mecca and throw stones at the Ka- Kaaba or whatever it is they do. And uh, whatever it is, I don't know. I don't know the religion all that well. But nonetheless, it is uh, that time of year where we get basically a three to seven day vacation. And uh, people who are out there working, uh, they're looking forward to it. So I was out today and the traffic was absolutely horrendous, man. You couldn't go anywhere. It was like so busy. And apparently the government likes to close off certain streets. And here they closed off a main highway. Uh, to do construction during this time because nobody's going to work, so therefore they have time. And if people are inconvenienced, at least it's not inconvenience getting to work. So they're just uh, doing what they can. And uh, what can I say, man? It was just a terrible day on the streets today. But uh, we got through it. We got home. We got on time for the air. So everything is good. So anyways, hope you're enjoying the day. InsideTheILive.com is the chat room. InsideTheILive.com. Click on the live chat button that will get you in the door there and telephone lines if you'd like to call in 323-275-1314 that is 323-275-1314 one of the stories we talked about uh, this past week and you'd think you'd be aware of this was the it was a jewish guy who wrote the lyrics (laughs) surprise surprise to that one right and he wrote something called We're Coming for Your Children. It was sung by over 100 gay men in California, up in San Francisco. The, they call it the, I guess the gay, San Francisco gay choir. And they basically st- said right open front, we're coming for your children. 
Now I have a question for Jews out there. This is okay. I know you, a lot of you Jews think it's okay for basically Jews to sing about how you're going to be coming for everybody's children. That's okay for you, right? Now what if we turned around and said we're coming for you? Oh, we just said a tongue in cheek. No, no, don't take it seriously. Hey, you know what? We're going to be coming for all you, all you gay people that are pedophiles. Oh no. And then when they raise a big strong, just come back. Oh no, no, that's all tongue in cheek. Just tongue in cheek. Oh, we just used that tongue in cheek phrase just like you guys when you said you're coming for our children. So what does Facebook do? Facebook runs an ad just the other day. Pedophile, pedophilia is a natural sexual orientation. This is an actual advertisement on Facebook. Pedophilia is a, that's what they say here, is a natural sexual orientation. It is our responsibility to reflect and to overcome our negative feelings about pedophilia or pedophiles. Oh, we're supposed to then essentially it shows a hand of a man while holding the hand of a girl. Now, that's innocuous enough. I know I've held the hands of little girls as we walk down the street, and I never thought about pedophilia, though. Trust me on that. Uh, so nonetheless, we have TED Talks, it looks like, Antifa. That's right, Antifa. Nambla, I'm not sure who Nambla is, but I think that's National Association of something, I don't know. And some other organization sponsored the advertisement. So essentially, you can see these sick, evil bastards are at war with humanity in general. But they're coming for the children. And they're not joking. We lose four hundred to 700,000 children a year. They're not joking. They are coming for the children. They're coming for them physically to take them, but they're also coming for the children to program them. And we see it everywhere. It's not hidden. Now, what if we start saying, you know what? We're coming for you and the gay community who are behind this. Is that acceptable? See, see, see the, the, now how you are stopped in your tracks based on the words? Oh, no, 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 no. And here they're running an advertisement that says, oh, we have to teach you to accept this. See, they're not just coming for their children, but they're coming for you equally to make you tolerant of their I guess uh, criminal, I don't know what you even want to call it, but they're predation on children. I think that's a good thing to call it. See, they're not just coming for children, they're coming for you too. So you have to ask yourself, is it wrong to sing a song about how we're coming for the gay community? Is it wrong now to say we're coming for the Jewish community that is behind the destruction of our country? Is it wrong? A Jew just sang about how he's coming for all the goy children. Where is the outrage from the Jewish community? And so why should the Jewish community get upset if we sang a song, we're coming for you Jews? Oh, no, no, no. And when they go angry, you say, oh, it's just tongue in cheek. <laughs> it's tongue in cheek. <laughs> because that's what they do. As soon as you call them out, oh, it's just tongue in cheek. <laughs> You're just afraid. You're just afraid. So why don't you start using the same tactics to Jews and to the people behind this sickness? Oh, it's just tongue in cheek. <laughs> You're just afraid. See, they want unilateral destruction of the country so they can steal it. You want to see it in action? Go down to, <laughs> to, to Zimbabwe. They don't even call it Rhodesia anymore. Complete basket case. Maybe in the cities you got a little bit of the intelligentsia where the money is, but after that, forget it. 
Go down to South Africa. Have you seen all the riots going on in South Africa now? It's become completely out of control. The country's basically being torn apart. And guess what? It's basically a bunch of black people rioting, destroying everything. And now they're, the black people are getting like frustrated. There's not enough stuff to steal in the malls because they took it all. So now they're going after the containerized port in Durban. Well, once you shut down the container port, guess what? You're going to shut down your country. And once you shut down your country, guess what? You're going to have mass starvation. These black people are so freaking stupid, all right? I'm serious. They are so freaking stupid. They're out there torching their own food supply. They're torching all this farmland with all the crops. It's like, you know what? you got to be the dumbest people on planet Earth, and it's time for people to stop helping you. They want to kill us with a freaking mRNA jab, okay? They want to kill you with a vaccine. It's not a vaccine, but they want to kill you with something. Yet here we are being asked to go, oh, the poor blacks, they're dying. Help them, help them, help them. Hell, we're under assault ourselves. Who's got time to deal with the fact that you got a bunch of stupid idiots burning their own crops, burning their own container ports, burning up and smashing up all of their food supply, yet in three months when the starvation starts to set in, we're supposed to help them? Are you, are you, are you, what, what's, again, it's just incredulous insanity here. Let them starve. You have Bill Gates saying the planet is overpopulated. Let's kill everybody with an mRNA jab. Yeah, it's a good idea. We got Tedoros, a terrorist from Ethiopia, saying, yes, cheer to everybody. We need you in the health profession to cheer for everybody about how great our mRNA kill shot is. Cheer. Yes, it's good for you. Trust us, trust us, trust us. Don't forget the fact that we're all eugenicists and we want to just, we, we've openly said we want to depopulate the planet. It's safe. We trust us. Yay, yay. And then blacks, it's like you don't have to do anything to them. Just leave them to their own devices. Leave them to their own devices. And then see what happens. Now, I know that sounds racist. But it just tells you they can't build a, they can't build a society. Did they build South Africa? Hell no. Did they build up Zimbabwe? Hell no. Did they, what did they do to Chicago? What have they done to, to, to Detroit? What are they doing to Nashville right now? What's going on in Memphis? There's a pattern here, folks. Everywhere you go, there's a problem. And ultimately, the real problem is this. When you have what I would suspect to be an inferior, or just say lower IQ, you're more susceptible to the stupidity of the Jews as they run their little manure mouths about how, oh, equality and justice and oh boy, we're going to have to grab a great world here. Oh, yay, yay, yay. Trust us Jews. And the inferior mind falls for it. But at the end of the end, at the end of the day, the only goal here is to steal what Whitey built. And you don't see this happening in Malaysia. You don't see this happening in, let's say, Japan or, let's say, Korea. You don't see it happening even here in Saudi Arabia. You don't see it. But you do see it in our countries. My goodness. 
The American military is using their military assets to invade the United States from within. We have such treason inside our U.S. military that they are literally flying in immigrants and pushing them into the heartland. You don't see that here. I can't imagine. Hey, guys, Mr. Otebi, Alotebi, uh, uh, let's use five or ten of your C-130s and let's start flying in a bunch of Sudanese and Ethiopians. Yeah, let's do that. And let's push them into, let's say, the northern part of Saudi Arabia. And we're going to take what was formerly these tribes in Saudi Arabia. And we're going to change the whole demographic with Ethiopians. And in 10 years, maybe we can get the Ethiopians to take over Heil and some of these other cities in the north. Great idea. Let's use the C-130s to get that done. Can anybody imagine in Saudi Arabia that happening? But that's exactly what they're doing in the United States. Do you, do you get what's going on here? That is exactly what they're doing. And you know what? They would absolutely, absolutely, meaning our own country, they would absolutely do that to any country that they could actually get their hands on if they want, if they could do it. So there's no sense in, in cuddling up to these people. Play it smart. Alright? Move it. Play it smart. Because they're very powerful. We get that. They are very powerful. But don't sacrifice your nations to what we see going on in Western Europe and America and Canada. Don't sacrifice your nations. I'm talking about all national leaders out there. Be very careful. Because at the end of the day, your country will lose entire sovereignty. And once your country loses that sovereignty, you have nothing. Unless you want to be happy, which may be true, uh, having your little, it's not little, of course, but having your stipend while everybody around you suffers. But who wants to rule over that? I would not. I really wouldn't. If I can't help my people raise up, make their lives better, help them, teach them, educate them, make make the world better for them, why would I be in a leadership position? If my only job here is to tear everybody down, what am I really doing for my people? And that's where we're at today. So many leaders out there are so malleable. And remember, lead is a malleable uh, substance or, or malleable uh, metal. So many of these leaders are incapable of actually having a backbone. Whatever comes their way that can easily corrupt them, they're more than happy to follow into the world of corruption and they just don't care. Look at America. How many counties gave away the election? Literally, how many counties gave away that election? How many county uh, commissioners threw the election? And stole the country, not just from the United States people, but from the world at large. Let's go out to the 7-1, no, 708 area code. Welcome to Inside the Eye Live Primetime. Oh, and the only source I have is Dennis Fetcher at Inside the Eye Live, Saturdays and Thursday evenings. Say that one more time because I missed the first half sentence. Oh, you did? Yeah. So the only place I get my source information yeah. is Dennis Fetchwood inside the Thank online. you, man. Thank Saturday you. Saturday mornings and Thursday evening. 
Uh, thank you so much for that. Coming from you, it's a, it's a, it's a nice, pleasant surprise. I've had a lot of this Chicago. Chicago Brew, everybody. Chicago, when's your show? Uh, Wednesday evening. Six o'clock, right? Six to eight? Yes, same time as your show yes. airs tonight. All right, that's Chicago Brews show, 6 to 8, everybody. So but thanks for that comment. I've gotten a lot of that this week. I feel like, I don't know, it's like nice to hear, though, as you that's would right. know, as you, you could imagine. You could put it, in your next, put it in your next commercial. There you go. We've got to record that. We'll, uh, we'll get rid of the ladies and say, yeah, so, say this one, you know, we'll use you instead. Right. So uh, Johnson & Johnson has had uh, four... Of their son, I still get a little echo. Pop me down, man. So Johnson Johnson's recalling four of their sunscreen products because it has low levels of benzene in it, and it's causing it's a cancer causing deal. Now they can't get sunscreen right, but they're putting out this jab and trying to get this jab on everybody, the slab jab. <laughs> you know. I'll be so honest. products she, include Neutrogena Beach Defense, Aerosol Sunscreen, Neutrogena Cold Dry Support Aerosol, and an Invisible Spray, and, and a Beano Protect and Refresh. Low levels of benzene. How in the hell do you get benzene in your product? You know what I mean? How in the hell would you get that in your formulation? I mean, what, you know, I, you know, just from a, just a formulation point of view, who sits there and goes, okay, bring in the benzene guys and let's pour it. And then five parts of this, 12 parts of benzene. To, who does that? You know what I mean? It's like, these guys are idiots. I'm not, they're just idiots. High levels, high levels of air exposure of benzene over a long period of time can lead to leukemia. Wow. Now, remember, this is Johnson & Johnson when they had to recall their baby talcum powder that they've been putting on uh, babies' bottoms and women were putting that on the private parts for many, many years. And that had, what, asbestos in it? But yet again, here we have a company putting up, you know, one of the top fours for the jab. Yeah, you know, Pfizer is so trusted around the world, you know. And I, I'm like, are you guys out of your mind? In my country, they're considered one of the biggest criminal uh, companies going today, you know, we just find them recently $2.3 billion because they were faking clinical trials and lying about their product in a vaccine setting. And you guys are just going to blindly test your entire population and inoculate everybody because you think they're great. I mean, it's like you guys oh. got to be so freaking stupid to go through this. Here's another Here's another fraud in the weapon against us. Starting today, which is today, Thursday, starting today, a Massachusetts county will be turning to dogs to help fight COVID-19. The Bristol County Sheriff's Office is adding a team of COVID-19 sniffing dogs to its force, a first for the county. Well, of course, it's a first for the county. The canines have been specifically trained to detect the coronavirus, which has a certain sense in a way that mirrors how they sniff out drugs or bombs, the outlet notes. So this is another fraud, okay? Yeah, it is a fraud. fraud. Yeah, nobody fraud. buys that. We, you know, they already use the, like, the dogs. They, they can literally, we already know that they like go up to a car, and if they want the dog to like address a certain area, they'll, they'll, they'll tap or something, and the dog will be like, oh, I found something. Oh, we got to search your car, sir, ma'am. But they already pulled this stuff, but they, you know, sure we have the stories of maybe 
over time we've heard dogs may dogs or cats even can smell cancer or some type of illness within somebody, but that's a really deteriorating state of their body where a, they can actually sense it. It's almost like an almost like a dabber dog can find, you know, that we can understand. But that they're going to be finding sniffing out coronavirus, the common cold. Yeah, I, mean, I know. They've been trying to push this, I know, for like since the early days. The dog guys are just desperate to get new business. And that's what I don't like about this. It's everybody wants in on the pie. You know, and now the dog trainer's like, let's get in on the pie. Let's treat it. Let's do dog sniffers. You know, get our dogs to well, sniff it. Trainer did. It wasn't the dog trainers. Well, maybe it was the dog trainer's idea. Yeah, of course it was. Something, but they probably approached him and said, hey, we're going to use your dogs. You know, just do your old trick and we're going to boom. No, I'm sure. Gonna, we're going to lock people up. I'm sure, uh, I'm but sure it was from. the dog guy saying, you know what? Let's get in on this deal, John. Let's, we got a great, we can just tell them we, we got our dogs to train it. We'll convince the government officials and watch them buy our product. That's how it works. That's how it works, Chicago. I'm in that business. You know, I work with the governments well, all the time. In any case, I guess the, uh, you get my point. I yeah. get my point. Yeah. Everyone gets the point that this is a fraud. Yes, okay. It is. Literally, they could, they're going to, because part of this part of the story extends to basically, oh my gosh, you're, it's an emergency. We smell COVID on you, and of course, then they have the fraudulent. Oh, we can, now we got to test you with now the rigged rigged test kits, right? Because we know the test yes. kits are rigged either either from out of a box or by the time they do all the revolutions on it, like over analyzing it, and then they whisk you off. You're a danger to the community. Now you got to. We're going to put you in a prison type setting. Well, we're going to quarantine you. I mean, they can they, they can go after anybody for anything, literally. Oh my gosh, you're a Russian spy. No, I'm not. I'm an American. I was born and raised. It. No, no, no. Our dog sniffed it. You're you're going to the penitentiary. Yeah, I mean, it, obviously, there's so much money in that business and how to defeat it. I don't know, but people need to wake up because they're going to be a victim of it. Well, they need to be arresting that sheriff or that county. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Because the people, people ought to be like dumbfounded. I mean, people should be ticked off enough that they actually get uh, uh, clocked with a radar gun or whatever, or uh, you know, the photograph cameras at stoplights to see if people are speeding or whatever else. People, should, people are ticked off about that stuff. Shouldn't they be ticked off about this? What? When is enough enough? That's the question. Mm. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I'm I'm a, I'm almost speechless on this thing. You know, we've talked about it as you know and talked about it. It's like I just want to see a rest, man. I'm just tired of it. I think it's coming, you know. I don't know what's going on in 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 uh Arizona, but it seems really big, but who knows, you know what I mean? We've seen a lot of big stuff already and nothing's happened. So, uh it, the test well, is going to come up that as I was looking up that, and somebody already mentioned it to me earlier, that the Los Angeles County is now putting the mask uh, mandates back into place to enter any business or whatever. And I, as I was looking this up, the one article had a picture. Wear a mask, it's the law. Again, it's not a law. They can never make it a law. A policy, a mandate, whatever. And in fact, in California alone, I think it went to like the Supreme Court at minimum two times, maybe three times. And the judges ruled against and said, you, it is not a law. You can't make it a law. You know, this is illegal. But yet they still press it. 
Yeah, and they're doing that. I, I understand that even the Canadians, some Canadian courts have said, no, what you're doing is illegal. And the governments just completely ignore it. It's like, well, okay, whatever, dudes. We're going to do what we want anyways. And they just keep going, even though some of the courts now have said that lockdowns are illegal. And yet they're saying, no, so what? We're going to do it anyways. So nothing is holding these right. officials accountable. And yeah, I don't know if you heard, but I heard that down in Cuba, they actually arrested like their secretary of state or something, you know, some high level official, uh, just, just took them under arrest. People just went and just took them. And I'm like, okay, when is this going to start happening in America? You know, at some point, when does it happen? Communism, look, communism was installed there by our own CIA, our own CIA or whoever was in charge of all that to put Castro in power. And they kept communism there in the name of democracy. Now we've had people over there in the name of democracy, but they're not there to make it, you know, to free these people from communism. They're there to make sure communism is in place. And Obama over his years, him and Biden, they made sure communists stayed and it was stronger. They even helped install the internet over there and actually had all sorts of, they had their own version of Twitter and Facebook and whatever. So they could actually feed the people propaganda and make sure the whole thing was policed and, you know, information controlled and so on and so forth. And now with this uprising, you know, they said, Oh, we give it, we take it away. So this whole thing is actually Obama, you know, the communist Obama connection with Joe Biden, whatever, it's all coming back to bite him in the, in the rear. Interesting. You know, I heard Biden was uh, absent again today. Uh, Angela Merkel, Angela Merkel, or whatever they want to say in closest German I can get, showed up, and and they got Kamala Harris greeting her. So it's like, what the hell is going on in Washington? You know, you got a uh, Germany is still not a slouch country. You know, they make some really good stuff, and they're an economic power. And the president of that country, the chancellor shows up and Kamala Harris shows up, some whore from San, from San Francisco. Chicago, thanks yeah, so much, yeah. man. We're out of time. <laughs> That's the show, everybody. See you. I won't see you Saturday. Visit the Blackbird Saturday, 10 o'clock a.m. Good night, everybody. <laughs>